Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mark Will. I'm not going to let my logic brain get in the way. I am a seeing, feeling, human being. Rich Ornberger. Yeah, I believe I believe they're going to be great, but I need to see consistency, Mark. This is the Mark and Rich Show. Mark and Rich Show. On Extra 1360, Fox Sports San Diego, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports 1350, IE, it's Mark and Rich, back together again, live and local, noon to three, every single day. Hope the weekend was amazing. My vacation was outstanding. I thank you, Rich. Uh, for uh, for granting that time. Hope everything was good at the end of last week. Hope it was a fantastic weekend. I do have something to pass along as I return to the fray today. Yeah, yeah, let's hear and it. it. And it is this request. You, one Rich Ornberger, are not allowed today to be funny. I'm not. No, sorry. Um, no funny business. I know that's kind of your thing. You know, Mr. Funny Guy, Mr. Personality, uh, <laughs> but I have returned from vacation with some sort of something in my chest. If you make me laugh, I will hack so hard that my liver will pop out and land on this desk. So you are not allowed to be funny today. There will be no laughing. You can make other people laugh. You can't make me laugh. All right. Well, in lieu of your illness, uh, and I hope you feel better soon, here's here's actually my, my request to you. Okay. In the future... Because this is exactly what happened last week. Don't stir a whole big pot of mess, making everybody think you're soft, and then just go, all right, Rich, take over from here. I'm going to head out. I'm out of here. So Judson, Steve Woods filled in the two days that you took off. I just told you not to be funny. And and so the ensuing rest of the week, I'm fielding bombs left by uh, Hardwick. He left yes. me a voicemail, a very touching voicemail. We was concerned. Oh, what did he say? I want to know about this. That you were turning me into some some soft, like like you know, like half dunked sugar cookie, oh, fresh out goodness. of a cup Hardwick. of milk. Hardwick, you're as soft as anybody. You're running around taking pictures of vegan smoothies all oh, day no, on listen. Instagram. Well, how how the heck is listen? I, look, Nick it, Nick is one of the. But can I say this and I say this kindly? Yeah, yeah, sure, of Nick, course. Nick is one of the kindest, softest buttercups I know. Oh. And I say that as a massive compliment. Yeah. You know, he and I don't get to see each other a whole lot well, he because he's, in very, the... well, he's very busy with his selfies in front of, you know, Correct. large rocks, drinking kale smoothies in his yoga pants. That's Thank why. You. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He's at the busy. tattoo parlor or whatever it is he does. By the time we get in here, he works in the middle of the night. Who even knows when that show is? I don't. But anyway. By the time I get in here, Nick is gone. We went to the Super Bowl together, and he was my substitute former football player when you, of course, left us high and dry to go party with Patriots okay. all day. I bailed on you guys. Yeah, okay. completely. And Nick and I got along famously. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about family and parenting and spouses and just all that soft stuff in life. <laughs> and Nick eats it up with a soup spoon. Oh, yeah. So I don't know where this whole – I mean, I understand he's a former football player. I get that he played in the trenches, as did you. But Nick is as kind as they come. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, listen, 
And uh, then in the meantime, I'm not turning you into anything that he's not turning you into. And, and, and in the meantime, you got Judson on the show who can't wait to get out of here to get up to mom in Northern California. Like, you know, and he's telling me how, how like the Mark and Rich show is Charmin soft. And I'm yes. just like, oh, come on. Like, like, I mean, like at, at beck and call a mama's boy. So look, I, I mean, I, I took a lot of shells for you after you left. Appreciate you, brother. Um, I, I used the word guilty by association a couple of times. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, I didn't. I didn't know so that the, everything that I did was uh, was was so awful. I, no, uh, no, no, no. Listen, no, but I I do know this. You know who was it that I saw this quote over the weekend? I've got to remember who said it, but it was very simple. When you speak truth, you will receive resistance. And so that's what I did last week. Spoke a bunch of truth, getting a bunch of resistance, <laughs> left town, didn't want to deal with all the crap that came after it. Oh, there you have it. Yeah, you know, but anyway, I'm so glad that something happened yesterday uh, that has fixed the entire world. It's back on its axis again, and it's okay to have fun in sports. We'll tell you about that in just a minute. Also, Derek Carr might be, um, I mean, whatever. If you had to pick an athlete out there that I have a man crush on, who, who would it be? Uh, right now... I would say Steph Curry. That's what I thought you'd yeah. say, and uh, there's nothing uh, there's nothing false about that. <laughs> right. But I will say that that Derek Carr is challenging Steph, and uh, he has some audio that he put out some some things he said in his press conference over the weekend that you and I had very different takes on. Yes, uh, and we'll have that for you in a moment. But uh, Matt Scraby was walking around very excited today this morning at the station, as am I, because the lead story coming out of the sports weekend, actually took place in the sport of golf. But it wasn't just that Jordan Spieth won a tournament. It was what Jordan Spieth did after he won the tournament. Let's hear. This is on the first playoff hole. He's in the bunker after two shots on a par four. Um, his competitor is just uh, just off the green, but like on the fringe, getting ready for a very long putt. Both of them very unlikely to make birdie. Uh, both of them had work to do to make par. Uh, and take a listen to what Jordan Spieth did. Right at it. Right at it. Oh, Jordan he's Spieth. done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Okay, so that's what it sounded like. He chipped in from the bunker. He won the golf tournament. However, the guy he was playing against had not hit his shot yet. Right. So it's possible to still tie. Correct. Even though very unlikely. And what did Jordan Spieth do, Mr. Warnberger? How did he react to said bunker shot that went in the hole? Well, this was the best part of the whole tournament. And it's the one that was shared like wildfire across social media. I'm sure you've already seen it. But he took his club that he hit this bunker shot with. He launched it. I mean, near his caddy, not at him, but launched it on the grass outside the bunker. Comes running up the lip of the bunker outside and his caddy and him meet in midair, butt to butt, like a, like a celebration you would see two defensive backs after a big hit on an NFL football field. It was Thank it you. was well coordinated celebration. Well, and coordinated is the key word. Remember, uh, one of the more famous golf celebrations in history is when Phil Mickelson won his first Masters, and he just jumped straight up in the air, and it looked so awkward. And lacked so much coordination, <laughs> all he could do afterwards was make fun of himself. It was the worst-looking aesthetic celebration I've ever seen in my entire life. Not Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth, rhythm, effort, uh, just organic, absolutely perfect uh, exaltation. And his cat and him knew what they were going to do 
uh, before they did it. They read one another's body language. They went for it. If it's okay to celebrate in golf, Rich, if it's okay to celebrate in golf, why isn't it okay to celebrate or enjoy all of your great moments, no matter what sport we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I listen, this is this is a part of the dialogue that is changing too slowly, but but it is changing. I mean, if you look at the NFL as a comparison, uh Roger Goodell definitely making a ton of money for these owners, but he's been the disciplinarian commissioner. He wants to be known as the guy who clamped down on these players and made them bend to his will and you know, we're gonna have a, a strict league and you know, and all along the way, he's messed up a bunch of things, both from a public relations standpoint and from the standpoint of consistency. You know, it, it comes to, to pass that, you know, suspensions for, for, you know, child abuse or for domestic violence match those of deflate gate for, for balls, you know, pr- improperly inflated or speculation of, uh, for Tom Brady versus other incidents. It, it doesn't make any sense. But even the NFL with that style of commissioner, has changed the rules back to allow more celebration than they even did prior. Correct. You know, like you you talk about NBA hoops, like you can name it now. James Harden, uh, you have Steph Curry, you have LeBron James. All these guys have their different celebrations, the stare downs, the posterization when somebody, you know, jams in the lane. You have all of these sports that are at the top of the heap right now doing a good job uh, with public relations of these celebrations and golf and baseball are really, really, really lagging. But golf... They're, yes, they're the last two. And then look what happens yesterday. And by the way, SportsSD.com, Mark and Rich show page, or yep. either of our Twitter feeds, if you want to see what Spieth did after he dropped that one in the clown's mouth yesterday out of the bunker in the playoff hole. Absolutely fantastic. Couldn't love it more. Think about it. Soccer. What do you do when you score a goal? Yeah. My gosh, you take your shirt off and take a lap. Yep. Uh, football, you just laid it out. Basketball, you just laid it out. While I was on vacation, Yasiel Puig hit a home run and enjoyed it for a second, and it turned into World War Three. I know. Because the, Met, the first baseman had to scream at him. The catcher had to scream at him. He had to scream back. They're mad at him for how long it took to get around the bases. Well, I have an idea. Stop yelling at him while he's running around the bases. It'll get around there quicker. I mean, it is just so stuffy. It's so stuffy. It's so old. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't get it. I, and, and even uh, this cat that, that uh, Spieth beat yesterday, Daniel Berger. Right. Did you see his reaction to it? He was so classy. Yeah, he just nodded in, like, reverence. He's like, that's a great shot. Like, you know, nice you could shot, see it dude, on his face. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, aside from, like, actually applauding the effort, like, he gave the, a very gracious, like, like, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Like, you understand exultant joy when somebody hits a shot that meaningful. And then, really, even if you do have a shot of your own to make, like, you know now the, the barrier was broken down. Like, it, it just let it all hang out. Like, if Berger hit his putt and it, and it tied. Oh, my gosh. If he had done that. I'm telling you, somebody would have went home with a putter because that's what I would have done. I would have. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Launch that club into the grandstand. You would have killed somebody, is what you're most saying. Most likely is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I better That's such an somebody. offensive lineman thing to yeah. do. Like, paying someone's t- hospital bill. Were you? <laughs> awful at like proms in high school did you just like boogie down and there's just people flying off of you in every direction in the middle of the dance floor I'm a super graceful dancer you know okay. where i have trouble Where's that? uh at the mall on crowded days okay like keep your children away from me because the problem is like i don't see the little booger eaters <laughs> at like waist level and so even if they're daisy chained holding hands like i'll take out a row of these kids and and be completely oblivious in fact that was a marker of how the off-season training was going uh depending on how many days at the mall i was you know how many toddlers i was able to knock over like i knew i was heading in the right direction getting my blocking shape because yeah. those were pancake blocks and I count them. I do I want, count them. Yeah, I want you to come with me next time uh, I ever go to an amusement park. Um, you know, all those strollers that keep bouncing into your ankles. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to put you in front of me. Well, I'll tell and you I right think it will be a much more comfortable day. I know you were born out here, but on the East Coast, what I would I would align it with is following the snow plows on a blizzard day. Like, oh, you, okay. you just get behind and you follow them to work as far as you can. That's that's what you do. So, yeah, I'm like a snow plow at amusement park. Follow anyway. your fullback. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. That's I mean, right. what, that, that makes total sense. Anyway, I was in love with the moment. I think it, it won the Internet yesterday. It won the sports weekend, and it was golf. And the reason it did that was partially because it was so dramatic and so clutch, but at the same time, it was because of the reaction. There was a person there. It's like, oh, my gosh, there's a person in there. Yeah. Who knew? Golf has such trouble with that. Oh, goodness. Who knew? There was a person in that hat. I didn't know that. So fantastic stuff. Love it. Uh, Nobody threw a ball at his head. Uh, They just nodded at him and said, nice shot. Great moment. Jordan Spieth, you win. Uh, fantastic. I hope everybody learns from that. Now, the other thing that we wanted to get to, uh, Derek Carr, uh, possibly is definitely now on my list, top five favorite athletes out there. Boy, does this guy know how to receive $125 million. And we don't even know if he's going to receive $125 million because it's the NFL. Right. The only thing that was actually guaranteed was what, 40? 40 at signing and 70 is the overall guarantee, assuming that something catastrophic doesn't happen here in the first part of the, you know, season one. I, I, I think is what it came out at, right? Yeah. So the contract's large, and I mean it's it's breaking it's setting the bar now for quarterbacks because of the what the payout is per year. Um but but the the funny thing about it is you can you you don't have to argue whether or not the money is deserved or earned because the way the new CBA is it sets up for this. If you are the best player on your team, which any team that has a franchise quarterback who's who's worthy of of top billing will get paid top billing. Like that's just how this works now. And Derek Carr, after his season last year, is worthy of this sort of pay. It's just it's just how how he responded to getting broke off like this in his press following signing this new contract. Wait, what do you you, you say that in some sort of sarcastic way? You didn't like it? 
no, no. I mean, it was it was oh like my gosh, it, it gave me chills. It was cringeworthy. It gave me chills too because it was so amazing. Take a listen to this. Uh, there were two things that Derek Carr wanted to talk about after getting one hundred and twenty-five million dollars. One of them was his teammates. You know, the the main thing that I could just remember was all along the way, I was like, well. How do we keep my teammates? You know, that's, uh, you know, as weird, I don't know if that sounds, but that, that was just what I kept telling him. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, cool. Uh, can, you know, is this good for Gabe? Is this good for Khalil? Is this good for Amari? I mean, he can, he can tell you himself. These are things that I said to him numerous amounts of times. Uh, I didn't want to hurt our team. That's the last thing I would ever want to do. And so uh, hopefully, hopefully we didn't. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the last thing that I intended to do. And that's kind of why I was so involved. Now, what's wrong with that? I oh. mean, clearly, you know, Drew Brees, you could bring up as an example, even Andrew Luck, who have taken contracts and made it so hard for their teams to put any good players on the defensive side of the football, they can't win. So what's wrong with that? That makes total sense to me. Here's my whole, my, look, I I mean, so he's talking about Amari Cooper, Khalil Mack, Gabe Jackson, contracts that the Oakland Raiders are going to have to figure out here at some point before they even make the move out to Las Vegas, right? These are, these are going to be the heftiest re-signings. And the person he's having these discussions with is, is, you know, Oakland Raiders GM or Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders GM, Reggie McKenzie. Reggie McKenzie, yeah. So him and Reg sitting down at the negotiating table. And apparently Derek Carr is just thinking about everybody else while he's on his way to signing the biggest quarterback con- mm-hmm. uh, contract in the world. Like, hey, I, I mean, I, listen, with all, with all due respect, I mean, I, I know you guys are trying to pay me all this money, but, I mean, is there going to be is there going to be enough for you, Reg? I mean, is everybody going to be all right at home okay, for you, Mr. McKenzie? First off, like, he's from Fresno. He's not from Louisiana. Oh, I don't okay, know where that but, came but from. He, but even the that accent, was, like that was unfair. It, it felt like a put on. Like everything about it, it's like, oh shucks. Like I, I mean, this this guy. Look, I know everybody likes him. He's he's you know a he's a Christian values guy. God and football. Those are the only two things I, he's got. I've God got, and football. I've got buddies who played with him. And okay. I'm telling you, like, what you see is what you get. They, yep. lo- they loved them. Here's my problem is even good guys can goof up on the humble card. Like, and that's exactly what this was. Like, he's overplaying that hand at this point. Well, I think you don't take all that at face value. I take it completely at face oh, no, value. I'll this t- guy, every single opportunity he gets, what he does is go to a charity event. I mean, that, that, that's who this guy is. This is teared out of the same book. This page is teared out of the same book that J.J. Watt reads every single night, where it's the humble brag, where he's sitting there, he's like, yeah, 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 listen, you know, you're going to pay me, you know, hand over fist, and I really appreciate it. But in the meantime, I was thinking about everybody else while I was while I was signing that 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 contract. Like, I trust me. He's, I don't think he said that. He's just wanted to make sure that the team could stay together. <laughs> now, play the uh, – play the, 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 let's hit the other one, guys. <laughs> All right. Derek. Derek Carr also, in talking about $125 million, they asked him what he's going to do with it. Listen to how quickly he finishes getting through what he wants to do within his own house before he gets to helping others. Probably Chick-fil-A. Uh, I've been eating clean. Lad, we got Lad here. He's been having me eat clean. I'll probably get some Chick-fil-A. But uh, no, uh, first thing I'll do is I'll pay my tithe like I have since I was in college. Getting seven hundred dollars on a scholarship check, um, you know that that won't change. I'll do that. Uh, I'll probably give my wife something nice, uh, you know, even though she begs me not to. She she still gets coupons ever since we ever since I've known her. She finds coupons. 
She gets online trying to find discounts and all those things, and uh, none, none of that's going to change. The, the exciting thing for me, money-wise, honestly, is that this money's going to help a lot of people. Um, uh, you know, I'm very thankful to have it, that it's in our hands because it's going to help people not only in this country, but in a lot of countries around the world. Um, and that's what, that's, what's exciting to me. Okay. Oh, I, I oh, totally, I totally buy it. Oh, you know that he is going to do that. Oh and I believe that anybody I've said this many times and people always go, Oh, you know what? Derek Carr just gave me an invitation to speak clearly with an opinion I've long held, but I've always been scared to throw it out there because I don't walk in those shoes. I don't know what it's like to make $125 million yet. And I've always said, when you do that, you know, take, for instance, Chris Paul in the NBA. He's becoming a free agent. And I yeah. keep hearing from everyone, well, he's going to re-sign with the Clippers because they can offer him $30 million more. Oh, really? When you've already made 300 in your career, what the hell is the difference? Like, you've got enough money that your grandchildren's grandchildren don't ever have to worry a day in their life. So I don't want to, you know, easy for me to toss around other people's money. But at a certain point, there's enough money. And I do believe if you have that kind of money and that kind of platform, which these guys do, they're big time celebrities. Sure. Yep, 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 yep. Then it does come with a responsibility. It, it absolutely comes with a responsibility to help. And Derek gets it. Listen. I I will not condemn somebody for trying to promote their humanitarian efforts because I think the more it's spoken about, the better off everybody is. And maybe because Derek Carr contributes to whatever, you know, uh, child health fund or, you know, save the world, uh, whatever it is, it may draw more eyes, more dollars to to something that could truly help people. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, as a, as a person, as a, you know, realizing that Derek Carr, outside of just what he does with the Raiders, is a brand. Like, Derek Carr represents himself, Derek Carr, the company. You know what I mean? For and, sure. And when he sits in front of a microphone and he goes, you know, listen, uh, the, the wife's over there with the coupons. Like, I can't keep her away from the penny saver. <laughs> just like you guys. Just like you guys. Except with $125 million more. But anyways, you know, like, that stuff falls so, so, like, it's just... It's like, I don't need to know. Like, that's, you need to understand how that comes off. Well, he's letting people into his world, by the Get way. My wife, my wife would be totally ticked. She already doesn't like coupons. She's like, you are telling the world that you're small time. You run around cutting those darn things out. That's what you're doing. Your message to the world well, is that you need to save every 50 cents. Whatever your your thought process on coupons, I just yeah. I listen to this and I feel like it comes off so disingenuous. I would really? be ins- I would be insulted if I had to wait in line behind a millionaire for 10 minutes so that he could save <laughs> a quarter on cough syrup or something. Yeah, but, like, but give me listen. a break, dude. You should buy everyone's groceries in the whole store today because you can afford it. Don't no, waste your time because you, you got to clip not, coupons to listen, save five bucks. I'll say I will <laughs> say you, that it, with great with great finances and great power does come great responsibility, just like Spider-Man. But I will not tell other people. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You know, that's like going to dinner with someone who's rich and being like, well, you're getting this, right? I mean, Rich, you probably get that all the time when you go home. Still, still do. Like, you know, the the tab comes and it's like, well, if I don't pay, how am I going to be viewed? You still get that. But here's the thing, like. With, with comments like that, like I don't mind, listen, and I don't mind it. Like that's that, like you said, that comes with the territory. What also comes with the territory is when people hear you talk like that, they go, knock it off, buddy. Like you, you made it. Like you don't need the coupons anymore. Like it comes off like you're faking it. And, and trust me, he's, nah. he's a genuine guy. I've heard this exactly. from a lot of people, he's a gen- he's around, just- but he's making a tactical error from a PR no. standpoint. And then on top of it, all this Amari Cooper talk, Khalil Mack, all this Gabe Jackson talk. If one of those teammates walks now because the the Raiders couldn't pay him enough, everybody's going to be pointing their fingers at our car like, well, well when you signed that big contract, where's now, their share, bud? He, he asked Reggie if it was okay for those guys, and his answer was clearly yes. So, look, 570-1360, you can weigh in on this. Uh, text us, 70470, start the message with extra. Uh, more on that coming up around the corner, plus football tickets in Los Angeles. Man, you're going to want to hear this story. That's around the corner. It's Mark and Rich. Costa Hartman coming up on the show this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Was it the new-look Padres this weekend at Peco Park? We'll talk about it when we get underway on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Well, the Padres had a nice weekend, actually. Uh, They are starting to create some space between themselves and the Giants and Phillies. Um, And uh, I'm feeling wonderful. It's so funny how carefully you are observing the bottom of of Major League Baseball right now. Oh, it's way more important than the top of the league. I don't, you know, whatever. Astros, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. good. I get it. Talk to me in October. Yeah. Um, but uh, the bottom is way more interesting. Um, the uh, the Padres are just doing fantastic stuff. Plenty of wins right now. Really loving it. Two out of three. I'll take that every single weekend. By the way, speaking of Hartman, this was really, gosh, unfortunate over the weekend. Yeah, go ahead. So you know that uh, we see one another on Saturdays as well. Oh, so yeah, yeah. We, go, we go up to the L.A. studio, do the Saturday show with Rob Parker. He comes in after me and does his show with Brady Papinga. So he always shows up 
about a half hour before show's over, come straight into the studio, and whatever, you know, his two or three stories that he has to tell, I mean, it takes 20 seconds or less before he launches into them. But this time, he starts into all these stories and then turns and sees, uh uh-oh, my family is in the next studio. (laughs) The whole family. My poor wife is in there trying to keep a stranglehold on three children, 10, 8, and 3. All she's trying to do is keep them out of the damn main studio so they don't start screaming in the middle of my show. So what does Hartman do? I mean, it looked like a lion that saw a pack of zebras. It was unreal. He's like, oh. New blood. Is that your family? I'm like, yeah, that's my family. Have they heard my story about how me and Jeff Fisher were high school grads together at Taft High? Unbelievable. Like, beelines for the studio, opens the door, and has them cornered. And they are just backs up against the wall. He immediately is like, Jill, I'm so glad that you predicted that Mark (laughs) will be his boxers at the end of the year. This is really great. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, here we go. And then I have to go back in and do my show. I am doing like a 15-minute segment, and each time my co-host Rob starts talking, I turn around to check on my family. He's still talking. Oh, no, 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 listen. And my wife is just sitting there with that smiling nod. Like for, I mean, she looked like a bobblehead. For, it was, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I couldn't have felt sorrier for her. It was terrible. Well, the good thing is when you guys walked out of there, your wife had a working knowledge of all the fifth-place vote-getters in the Heisman race since 73, so that's nice. <laughs> you know, the other thing about Steve, and I've been thinking about oh, this God. bet between you and Steve for a while now. Yes. This came up over the weekend. I was talking to somebody about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, the Padres are sneaking out of the basement. I was like, they're not, they're not the worst in the league anymore. It's really good for my co-host because yep. if they Thank end you. up, if they end up being worst, he will run around the bases at Petco Park in his underwear. And if they're just one slot ahead of an, any other team in baseball, it'll be the afternoon co-host, Steve Harmon. So yeah. here's the funny thing about this. Steve wins either way. Steve is such a ham that watching you lose a bet, like he will make it all about him. Like, yes, I, I've accurately per, uh, participated in that. I've accurately predicted that this, uh, this team would be the worst. And look at them. They're the worst. And Mark's over here in his underwear. And then if he should be wrong. He will enjoy his moment in the sun, circling the bases at Petco. Oh, you Heck, think he Queen might... took a long time oh. to get around the bases. Where do you see this? You're 100% right. Yeah, you Why lost... are we all? We should all be rooting for Hartman to lose this bet. He'll be just like LeVar Ball. I told everybody this is going to happen. I oh, predicted gosh. it. Oh, Yeah, so win or lose, you know, he's going to have his moment in the sun. And he and I, I, that's unfortunate for you and because you're playing way, a dangerous game with a dangerous man. <laughs> I understand that, but by the way, he will have his moment in the sun. Uh, no sunscreen allowed. Yeah, uh, the Padres are ahead of the Giants by five games and by six over the Phillies, and they're only a game uh, behind the Reds. Uh, they might even climb into fourth to last place. How about it's, it? It's so delicious. It's How fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, I want to pass along this NFL in L.A. story. We'll do so in just a second, but Ronnie wants to talk about Derek Carr's contract. Derek Carr, new favorite player in the whole world, nicest man ever, $125 million. All he wants to do is donate it. Uh, Love the guy. Ronnie, thanks for calling. Hey, how's it going? Um, First of all, I think Derek Carr is way underpaid. Um, And for people who say that um, Carr, uh, there's not going to be enough money for other players and he doesn't care about the team, if anybody thinks that, 
What Carr could have done is waited for his contract to end it, got multiple offers from other teams, and then had um, could have held the Raiders at gunpoint to sign him. Yeah, but uh, in remember, the mean- remember, you said richest contract in history. In total, this is true, but per year, it's not. Kirk Cousins will make more than Derek Carr this year. Well, the franchise, the double franchise tag helped yes. that. But but here's the thing. I mean, contracted quarterbacks, you know, the tag excluded. He is the highest paid. You know, Ronnie's point about how he could have held the the Raiders hostage. I mean, let's let's be very realistic here. I mean, he wanted to get this deal done as much as the Raiders did. What if Carr gets injured in the beginning? He broke his leg at the he end did of last get injured. season. Exactly. So what if he gets injured again at the beginning of this year no, and he doesn't have he... his new contract? Like it was just as much in Derek Carr's interest to get this deal oh, done, and it's not like it he was. took this enormous, but like price break for the Ra- get out of here. No, I don't agree with that. But I just all I'm saying is I I take it all at face value. I take it all at face value. I think a good, hefty portion of that money is going to Haiti. I do. I do. You watch. It will. Listen, I, whatever he does with his money, and if he does, like I said, anything uh, you know to the tune of humanitarian effort, that's fine. Here's the problem. The fact that he got in front of a microphone and was like, yeah, you know, these were the conversations I had with Reggie McKenzie, the general manager. I was like, hey, Reg, are we going to be able to get the other guys' contracts? I mean, yeah, it's great you're paying me all this money, but, oh. I mean, I'm thinking about the other guys, too. And he's like, heck, you could just go ask them. And it's like, where did he get the Texas accent anyways, the southern accent, aside from the point? Like, it's 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 about everyone else. Well, let Reggie McKenzie tell that story. Like, you, um, you're patting yourself on the back. Like, no, he was asked. I went in the room the and I won the big guy. Nah, I, I, I won the, the good guy award here. This is where your New Yorker really comes out. You're just a big old cynic. And anytime somebody's going to do something good, you look at them and you're like, what are you up to? Well, th- but this was self-promotion, Mark. You, you no, got it. Yeah, why? Got it was just fr- straight honesty. Oh, he got in front of the microphone. And he's like, and, and listen, you know, even though they gave me all this money, I'm going to I'm going to give a lot of it away. My wife's still out there slaving right. over the, the penny saver ads and she's cutting the Sears coupons. Don't you worry. We're going to get we're going to get our household together. I mean, and no, she begged I hear me. Clorox is on a major discount this week. <laughs> she begged me. She begged yeah. me not to buy her anything. But but I'm going to get her, you know, a really, really nice, you know, Kmart uh, purse, you know, because yep. look, I'm, I'm not going to spare any expense this time like give me a break Derek like you're in a different stratosphere than the whole world I think you uh you overdid that one a little bit (laughs) he didn't say that um all right more on this coming up around the corner headlines moments away I gotta you want my cynic to come out here it is I saw this story just launched on the OC register the Los Angeles Rams are gonna open season tickets to the general public in fact they did today about two and a half hours ago And they've announced they will be having a different philosophy this year. Last year, they consistently made 80,000 tickets per game available. This year, 70,000. Why? Because they damn well know no one will buy 80,000. But that's not what they're putting out there. Instead, they're going to say that the objective, according to the team, is to ensure a more comfortable experience for their paying customers Ticket availability more along the lines of the league average and what their future home will be. 
70,000 so that concession stands are lower, bathroom lines are lower, and good seats will oh, be, remain Mark, available. This is the worst spin zone Mark, I've ever heard in my shame life. Shame on you. Shame on you. What do you mean shame on because, me? Because look, just like Derek Carr, rich people really care about the rest of Excuse us. Excuse me, Derek okay? Carr and Stan Kroenke are in a little <laughs> bit of a different bracket, brother. Derek Carr was in college three years ago no, eating top ramen. No, no, no. Stan Kroenke just bought half of L.A. <laughs> But listen, I'm cynical about I always ask questions about every public statement made by somebody, you know, who definitely stands to earn something from getting in front of a microphone and broadcast like this guy, Stan Kroenke, just like Derek Carr. They have something to risk and something to gain every time they open their mics. And if you overplay a hand, people are on to you. I think Derek Carr did it. I think Stan Kroenke did it. I mean, it's up to you to debate who you think is more uh, believable or not not but this is completely unbelievable even to the fact that like you can't even buy it yeah no i don't buy this one i don't buy this one i I think what's happened here is the experience last year was terrible sam darnold now plays in la this year josh rosen plays in la this year and philip rivers plays in la this year and all of them are better quarterbacks than anything the rams are going to offer so they're boring it's hot the lines were terrible the coliseum is not a great nfl experience i like it as a college um, but that, that's what this is all about. All right, flipping headlines coming up next. More of your calls at 570-1360, Mark and Rich. It's prediction time coming up on Hardwick and Richards. Tomorrow we are going to give you our prediction of who is in the AFC and NFC championship game. Football is right around the corner. We can start at 6 a.m. on Extra 1360 Fox Sports, San Diego. I got a prediction for you. Yeah. Um, Mark and Rich Show, glad you're with us. Hope your weekend was fantastic. Uh, the weekends are really humming now. Summer officially here. The weather reflects it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, hope everybody is getting out there and, uh, you know, use, use your sunscreen, people. Um, headlines in just a second. Here's a quick prediction, and we can talk more about this later if you want, Rich. Uh, first off, there is soccer in San Diego this year. Uh, I don't know what's what's that other league that announced that they're going to be up in North County. It's uh, N N A N A S L. It's the yeah. North American Soccer North American league. Soccer League. Yeah. So, uh, woo! Okay, <laughs> right so on. Right there's on. Gonna, yeah, there's going to be <laughs> soccer up there. Uh, here's my prediction: by the end of next year, calendar year 2018, um, they won't be the only brand new soccer team coming to town. I did a lot of reading about the MLS over the weekend, and it turns out all of the cities that are vying for these expansion teams are all a hot mess. And there may not be enough cities that have their act together in time for these new MLS, four of them, new teams to be awarded. I think November of next year is going to be plenty of time, and I think they're going to win as it stands right now. We'll see what rival proposals get thrown out there but right now, I think they're going to win, and November 2018 is plenty of time. Well, let me just put this in really easy terms. You remember occasionally where you showed up, it was a Little League game, and uh, everybody was there, you guys did your warm-up, you, you know, you, you did a little stretching, maybe fielded, shagged, shagged some uh, fly balls, and the other team just didn't show, or maybe just like one or two players from the other team showed, and everybody's like, all right, great. We'll just go and get our uh, our ice cream, right? Our Slurpees. And, you know, the coaches are like, no, no, no. We'll, we'll wait a little bit. And then they waited and waited. And then eventually, 
you know, it was like, okay, no, yeah, forfeit. You guys win. Let's go get some Slurpees. That's what this feels like. We're hmm. waiting for these rival developers. We're thinking that it's going to happen, but nothing has come to the forefront yet. And if nobody gets their act together and Soccer City's still on the ballot come November 2018, well, guess what? You get your ice cream, kids. Yeah, exactly right. All right, more coming up on that at the top of the hour along with the crazy poll that the Chargers just won. But right now, flipping headlines. We're flipping headlines. Road trip in the country for the insider scoop. First up, we're going to Kansas City. Seren Petro, the program, 810WHB joining us. Thanks so much for doing it. Seren, what is the state of affairs in Kansas City? You know, Kansas City has that reputation. Steady Eddie. This offseason, now suddenly it's sort of looking from the outside like things are a little rough and tumble in there. What's going on? Yeah, and it's interesting, and we're all scratching our heads trying to get to the bottom of it as well. I mean, this will now make when they make their next GM hire four general managers in 10 years uh, under Clark Hunt after they basically had two general managers for almost the entire existence of the franchise leading up to it. So, you know, it's definitely different. The early speculation was that somehow John Dorsey was sideways with Andy Reid. Uh, I've been told that, no, that that wasn't the case, that this was Clark Hunt evaluating the performance of John Dorsey. At the end of the day, deciding to let him go, but, man, that's that's awfully odd. When the Indianapolis Colts called you about Chris Ballard, who was the hot GM prospect around, if you were leaning towards not keeping John Dorsey, uh, then you would have said, okay, we're going to fire him now and we'll keep Chris Ballard. So it certainly seems like something has happened since, say, the Combine. Uh, I know I talked to Clark Hunt at the Super Bowl, and he said, no, we're very happy with both guys and we're, we want to get an extension done with both of them. Something has happened between then and now. And Seren, I mean, the question has to be asked then, you know, since we're only, what, a month and a half away from the draft, how much impact did John Dorsey actually have on this draft? Because they traded a bunch of picks to to get Pat Mahomes at the 10th pick. Uh, You know, was this his guy or was this somebody else's guy? How did that all shake out? You know, I've talked to people that were in the draft room and they said it was a complete celebration by everybody in there. Clark Hunt was fired up. John Dorsey was fired up. Andy Reid was fired up. They were all absolutely on board uh, with that pick or doing one of the great acting jobs of all time because it, it was a, a complete celebration. So, no, look, I, I think it was Andy Reid's type of guy, you know, a guy with a lot of talent that he can mold. It was John Dorsey doing his job of getting Andy Reid the kind of quarterback he wants. But there's no way that Andy Reid, whether he has personnel decisions or not, a, a coach that accomplishes him, is ever going to have a quarterback stuffed down his throat. It just wouldn't happen. Andy Reid made three or four times as much money as John Dorsey, so you knew who ultimately was going to get what they wanted at a key position, and Dorsey's job was to make sure he was getting the kind of players that Andy Reid wanted, and by all accounts, he was doing that. The the, the player move that, that stands out, and I know the quarterback's the one that a lot of people went to first, but it's the cutting of Jeremy Macklin. First of all, they got hit for two third-round picks for tampering with Jeremy Macklin. Well, the guy who goes back with Jeremy Macklin is Andy Reid. So you, you'll have to conclude that Andy Reid was probably the guy tampering when they got Jeremy Macklin signed. And then when they get down to it and they don't have enough cap room to sign their draft picks, it's Macklin that ends up getting cut. If there was a, a rift between coach and GM, if there was a problem that arose over a personnel decision, it would seem to be the Macklin one because Reed had to be the guy driving the bus to get it, uh, Jeremy Macklin into Kansas City. And then ultimately, it's the handling of the salary cap by John Dorsey that forces him to cut Jeremy Macklin. So if I had to pick a personnel move, and look, it's never one thing. It's always layers of, 
of different issues. But if I had to pick one, the Macklin one is the one thing that's happened since we heard Clark Hunt talking about extending both guys and getting to now where he terminates the guy. That's really good background stuff. Thanks so much. Soren Petro in Kansas City. Thank you. Hey, always my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Next stop, we're going to Cleveland. Chris Fedor, Cleveland.com, joins us. And, Chris, we appreciate it. The Paul George Derby seems to be Celtics, Cavaliers, Lakers. But right now, the Cavaliers appear, at least based on what we're hearing, to be in the driver's seat. Do you agree with that? What kind of percentage chance do you give them? I actually don't know that they're 100% in the driver's seat at this point, guys. And I think there's another team to watch out for, and it's the Houston Rockets. But in terms of the Cavs' chances of getting Paul George, I think everything for them hinges on finding a third team. Because when you talk about the Cavs' match with Indiana, what Indiana would want, I would think, if they're going to move on from their star player, is a chance to rebuild. And the best way to do that is through the draft or with young assets that are on rookie deals. And the unfortunate thing for the Cavs is they don't have draft picks to trade. They're not going to be high picks to begin with. And they don't have young, talented players on this roster that they would consider expendable. Of course, they would, um, Indiana, that would be, would want a guy like Kyrie Irving, but the Cavs don't make him expendable. So if you're talking about Cleveland, Indiana matching for Paul George, I don't think there's a match there. That's why the Cavs are going to have to bring in a third team, maybe Denver, maybe Phoenix, some team that has the young, talented players and the draft picked assets that Indiana would want in a deal. And where are we at with this Chauncey Billups information? I mean, are they still in talks? Is he going to be the GM? They kind of need a GM, right? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. This is about the worst possible timing for the Cavs this offseason, guys, to be going through this sort of thing. And I wrote about a week and a half ago that they were taking an unnecessary risk making this decision that they were making because this is such a vital offseason for them. Number one, it's very difficult for them to make moves because they don't have a lot of trade assets. Number two, they don't have a lot of money to spend in free agency to try and tweak the roster. And it's vitally important that they close the gap on the Warriors this offseason because this is the final year of LeBron's deal here in Cleveland. So the timing for all of this stuff to be going on couldn't be any worse from a Cavs perspective. Um, But I have been told a number of different times, even before a move was made with David Griffin and him parting ways with the organization, I was told that Chauncey Billups was going to be the name that you were going to hear very quickly. And I think there was an assumption around the NBA and people within the NBA that Chauncey would take over this role, whatever the role is. Maybe it's GM, maybe it's president, maybe it's vice president of basketball, whatever it is. The assumption was he was going to be a part of this. But the fact that it continues to be a conversation between the two sides and there hasn't been a lot of movement. Um, I would say that that would not indicate great things from a Cavs perspective in terms of trying to build a game plan for this offseason, which is so vital. Really interesting stuff. Chris Fedor in Cleveland. We appreciate it, man. You got it, guys. Anytime. Well, that's fascinating information. And that's a wrap for today's flipping Headlines. All right, really good stuff from around the league, both in the NBA and NFL right there. Coming up next... The Chargers just won a poll. Wait till you hear what it is. And your boy Derek Carr just sent a couple of tweets, Rich. Um, 
You got to hear these. They're fantastic. Oh, boy. Yeah, so we'll, we'll pass those along coming up next. Mark and Rich. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.